Will you turn with me to Psalm? We get, we're in the new year. How many of you know we've moved into a new year? Everybody know that? Just checking. Okay, we've moved into a new year. And so I believe by the Spirit of God, He just wants to remind us of one or two little things that we position ourselves correctly. You know, if you're not, you know, if you play sport, maybe you've given up now, but if you play sport, you have a position. Everybody that plays sport has a position. Right? They've got to be in the right position. Otherwise, they can't affect a victory. You need to be in the right position in your heart to enforce victory, always. Please never allow sporadic victories to think that that's it. I'm serious, I've been told this by people. Well, I don't know if it can continue to be so good. Don't you ever let that lie come out of your mouth. The devil tried that on me many, many, many years ago. He said to me, you know, this can't go on, you know that. You know, I'm gonna mess up everything until I came to renewing my mind. Because in the beginning you go, oh, you don't know. You're new to the things of God. He reminds you of destruction in other people's lives. He says, that's you, boy. I've got you in my sights. And then I found out, you liar. You're a fat liar. And you can't do anything outside of what I permit you to do. And so looking at 24, thinking of more, you don't want to think like this. 24, more. It's supposed to be a joy. Hello? It's supposed to be a joy. I said it's supposed to be a joy. So we read. Now, I don't know what you did in 23. How you went in 23, some of you I know, but obviously not everybody. But 23 is gone. Now set your compass, being the word of God, that the joy of the Lord or the joy of my salvation is what I'm going to walk in this year. The joy of my salvation. That word joy means cheerfulness. So you won't look like you're sucking lemons because that's not what it is. It's a cheerfulness. The joy of our salvation. And so there are many scriptures that reference this. But I just picked up on it today as I was waiting with the Lord because I nearly went another way. And he reminded me, how much joy will you have this year? Will you allow what's happening in the world to just have you begrudgingly walk through salvation? Or will you have the joy of the Lord as a key part 
of your salvation. It's extremely important. Okay, let's get into the word. So it may seem a little bit strange for the backdrop, but bear with the Holy Ghost because he knows what he's talking about. Amen. And so I want us to go to Psalm 51. And here's David. He fell with Bathsheba. And we could spend a lot of time here, I know that. But I want you to see something where he goes to his salvation. He repents and then he goes to his salvation in God. And he didn't have Jesus in his life. Jesus hadn't gone to the cross. So he was still living with the anointing on the outside of him. He couldn't become born again. Jesus hadn't gone to the cross. He could believe in God. He could get faith from what God said to him, yes. But he was living on the anointing of God. If you will, I'm trying to make it so you can understand, on the outside, not on the inside. Yours and my situation is completely different. And he starts in verse 10. I want us to look at verse 10. And he says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence. And take not your Holy Spirit from me. Then he says, restore to me the joy of your salvation. Make that your confession this year. Restore to me, Father, the joy of my salvation. And uphold me with a willing spirit. Uphold me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways. This is a guy who's fallen. But he knows who he is in God. Because this is the same young man that walked the fields of Israel, taking out bears and lions as they came for the sheep. He made a mistake, but he never let the mistake hold him. Okay? And so refocus your energy on the joy of your salvation. I fail to understand why people don't want to talk about God. I'm telling you. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you. So we need to continually revive the joy of our salvation. The same psalmist said, I will delight myself in the Lord. I will delight myself in the Lord. God gave a word of more. How quickly will the more come? Well, that depends on you. 
and it depends on me. So how do we keep the joy of our salvation? Obviously, there's a whole list, but there are two key areas. How do we keep the joy of our salvation? The first way is being thankful. If you read his word, he's expressing a heart of thankfulness in his requests. He's telling God, I know who you are. Look, and take not your spirit from me. That's what the Lord's interested in. Amen? Are you listening to me? The second thing he knew how to do was repent. Don't ever think when the Spirit of God quickens you, you're out of truth here. Don't ever say, it's only a minor thing. Condition your heart so that you are quick to repent. The repentance of, of um, David was swift. Once the prophet told him, that man is you, he repented. He didn't wait around to reason, no, well, you don't understand my circumstances. I really wasn't doing anything wrong. He didn't do that. The joy of your salvation is to be your focus. So salvation in Jesus is intended to be a joy. Now I want you to know, in the earth today, there are literally thousands of things that are seeking to take away the joy of your salvation. Tomorrow morning when you wake up, and you've got to face that boss. How will you face him? Carol's looking at me. <laughs> I expect you to do a dance when I arrive. You're so happy. <laughs> she might just, she might just, yeah. So, now, do you understand? It's extremely important. Joy brings pleasure. It brings a happiness. I want you to think about this. There's going to be so many reasons during the coming week that you don't have to be happy because the circumstances are telling you you shouldn't be happy. I mean, look what's happening. But if you walk in the joy of the Lord, how? Being thankful. Being thankful. I had this conversation with my wife only, I don't know, maybe yesterday, maybe Friday, but certainly during last week. We discussed it on and off a couple of times. It's that important. Salvation in Jesus is a joy. And stay in that place of joy so that he can unfold the more for you. Amen. He is not going to put more on you if you're not joyful for what you've already got. Hello? 
Come on, family, it's so important. These things are simple. They're not complicated, but God gives them to us to help us. As you know, we own a business and we move cargo. Every kilo that comes through and the company's 20 years old, I am thankful for. In fact, this week, I was thanking the Lord for some things that he had done in the business. And I shared it with my family, some of my family that were around. And this is what happened. As I was thanking him, guess what happened? He dropped strategy. For what? More. I want you to see this. The simplicity of the gospel. Our salvation should never become a drudgery. Do you know what that means? It means a dull work. God forbid that that ever happens to us. How do people backslide? They no longer find their relationship with God fulfilling, joyous. It's become something they simply have to do. And that will alienate us from God. But the Bible says, you see, when, when Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments, he was talking about his word. When you fall in love with the word. Now remember, in um, Hebrews 4 verse 12, the Bible says the word is living. It's active. It's full of life. It energizes. What is that speaking to? It's full of power. What is that speaking to? Joy. You don't see somebody who's energized walking around like this, do you? Of course not. So don't start out the world, don't start out the year as a shooting star. You know, we just celebrated New Year. <laughs> Two seconds later, gone. Gone. Thousands of rands. I'm still pining. <laughs> I'm joking. But that is literally money going up in smoke. I don't like it. I did contribute, but... Somewhat reluctantly. <laughs> eh? Huh? That's fun. But all I see is smoke. <laughs> the thing is a second and then it's smoke. Money gone up in smoke. You know that term? Okay. But what I want you to see, joy will bring about a completeness in your life. 
Come on, family, let's be honest. Who wants to be around somebody who has a list of about 20 problems every day? Every time you see them, do you want to be around somebody like that? No. And so what happens is when we are, as, the, as I've just said, when we are allowing the Word to bring life, to energize us, we move into a place of completeness. Do you know if Jesus called me now, I can't do any more than I'm doing. Not in works, but in the place of obedience to my understanding. Now, obviously I can do more. Do you understand? I can do more. But the, the thing that's important for me to enjoy my salvation is that there's a completeness in my heart that I'm always willing and obedient to do what He wants me to do because whatever He wants me to be, do will be of benefit to the kingdom but ultimately to my life. It will always be for me because no matter what I do or say or don't do or say, I can't change His status as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and I cannot change the status of the kingdom. I can just become a partaker. And that's what I believe we need to be pushing into. Completeness. I've been married to my blonde for 38 years. Is that right, blonde? Praise the Lord. <laughs> Word of wisdom came there quickly. <laughs> we did forget the anniversary date because I, you know, I was just so in awe with her. I can't remember what the date was. I remember my wife walking down the aisle in her white dress and I went, yes, she's only nice. I looked back. Amen. Amen. Well, if you haven't got married, you can't say that. <laughs> so so what, what I want you to see tonight is now you're not complete, I understand that, but you understand none of us are complete. What I said to you a few moments ago is I'm talking about the things the Lord's required me to do. The best, to the best of my ability, I've responded to it. Now, there are things that He's told me in the future that we're working through together, but there's a completeness in my knowing of where I am with the Lord. And that feeds to my joy in the Lord. Are you with me? I mean, I don't know about you, but I can get lost with God. You know, it's a great place to be because you don't have to think about anything but God. But when we're incomplete in ourselves and our walk with God, then we don't have joy of our salvation. Now, obviously salvation, we've looked at over the last couple of weeks, it's, there's a lot of areas not in terms of work, but just that affects our livelihood or affects our life in general. So let me say this. I'm coming to an end. Here's what I want to give you as a mandate. Intentionally from today, from tonight, it's very easy, just write it in your Bible. Intentionally cultivate joy 
in your salvation. See, if you're not intentional about things, it's not going to happen. The time will come and it will go. You've got to be intentional. That's what David is doing. Look, what does he say to the Lord? Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast not away your presence from me and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of my salvation, your salvation, sorry, and uphold me with a willing spirit. He's intentional. His petition is intentional to God. It's not haphazard. And so I want to exhort you tonight, intentionally cultivate a climate of joy in your salvation by asking God to give you a spirit of endurance. Remember, your spirit's born again. But ask God to give you, not capital S spirit, that's Holy Ghost, your spirit your spirit, that you will stand always fast in the truth that you know. And the truth that I'm specifically referring to is being intentional about the joy of your salvation. Don't go through this year just existing. Now maybe you capitalize on thinking for more, but pursue this and all that will come to pass. Are you with me? It is that important. Faith requires a singleness of commitment. That's how faith works. Jesus said, he looked at the joy that was before him. That empowered him to endure the cross. You don't have joy. How do you endure the cross that he told you to pick up and follow him? And we know we don't have to be crucified on a cross. But you see, what happens if faith is not in singleness, it will give way to doubt and unbelief. If you're not single-minded about the joy of the Lord in your salvation, then your salvation will become like sawdust to you and it'll have no pleasure. But your salvation is to, supposed to bring you great pleasure, even though there will be challenges. So we are to urgently, fervently petition the Lord for the work of singleness in our hearts and in our minds. I can't tell you how many times there's been an opportunity for me to quit ministry. So what keeps me doing this? My love for God. For what He's done for me. Continues to do for me. That's my sole motivation. 
Second, you. If you don't like people, don't go near the ministry. Because they will drive you nuts. Come on, family. We're having, a, we're having a family meeting here. So faith is a conscious choice. Right? So remember, I want to go back up there. Intentionally cultivate a climate for the joy of the Lord. Then drop down. It's a conscious choice that I make. It's that important. That I'm going to believe what God says is true. Now this scripture that I read to you tonight is 100% for revival. If you want to think about revival, you read this scripture. Creating me a clean heart, O oh God. Creating me a clean heart, O oh God. I'm going to read it again. Renew a right spirit within me. Revival. Cast not away your presence. Revival. And take not your Holy Spirit from me. Revival. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Revival. And uphold me with a willing spirit. Revival. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you. Revival. So if you want to put revival in a context, the joy of your salvation is what feeds into it. I'm closing. The reason faith needs a conscious choice is because it takes time to grow. So when you walk out here and tomorrow morning you wake up and you say the joy of my salvation and the birds aren't tweeting louder for you, it's a choice. It's a choice. The Bible says rejoice in the Lord always. Did you notice, not rejoice because I'm feeling happy. Not rejoice because everything's going well. Rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice in the Lord always. And I close. So that your faith can grow and become strong. When your faith is strong, your joy will flow. Because joy doesn't come out of our emotion. comes out of who God is. Amen? The time between hearing and continuous practice of what we're hearing is when the devil seeks to bring temptation in our way. So let me go back. I hope you're getting this. Let me go back up to the previous statement. Faith is a conscious decision to act on what the Word says is true. It requires practice to grow. Did you hear that? It requires practice to grow and become strong. That's why you cannot emulate somebody who's been serving the Lord for a long time, you've just got saved, the word will work to where you are but you can't work where he or she is 
because you haven't had your faith growing stronger and stronger. As you walk with the Lord and you listen to Him, your faith will become stronger as you meditate on the Word. Amen? And then what happens is when circumstances are adverse, you don't now become glum. You just continue to rejoice in the Lord. Because remember, the joy of your salvation reminds you, because salvation is deliverance from physical, spiritual lack. Okay? So, the more you see that, the more you'll get joyous or should get joyous. But remember, when the Lord speaks something to you, there's a time period. And if your faith is not strong in the Word, then He will be able to discourage you. And you will wonder why you even embarked on the journey in the first place. So, we're going for more. Do you think, don't answer me, because you're accountable before the word. The Bible says, let your yea be yea, and your nay be nay. So don't answer. But, could you have more joy in your salvation? Only you can answer that. Only you can answer that. Can you? Because you can. But do you have joy in serving Jesus? So as you embark on the more, keep the joy of the Lord as a high priority in your life. You don't want to get to heaven and see what you could have had, but just grinding it out. You know what happened to Samson? He started out in the anointing. He finished grinding wheat. That was not God's best for him. He lost his sight, a type of losing your understanding with God. No longer could he see. Amen. Be blessed. God bless you.